What does it mean to welcome? Yesterday I focused in my sermon on the prophet Jeremiah and what import the prophets might have for us in our world today. But in our gospel for yesterday, Matthew 10, 40-42, if you want to look it up, there were just three short verses from Jesus with a number of themes. Most of all, welcome. According to seminary professor Caroline Lewis, welcome is a rare verb in the gospel of Matthew. But that does not mean it is not important as it is used here several times. And it does not mean it is easy either, as this passage follows all kinds of warning from Jesus as to the chaos following him will cause. This is not a welcome that just gets put on a church sign, all are welcome, but often has the meaning, all people like us or who are willing to become like us are welcome. It seems to be a bit bigger than that. I remember Imbali shirts being popular among Lutherans when I was in seminary. Imbali stands for you might be a Lutheran if. And it followed with all kinds of jokes like, you might be a Lutheran if you lock up the coffee but keep the communion wine cabinet open. Or you might be a Lutheran if you will drive 100 miles for a Lutefisk dinner but only go to church once a month. A lot of the jokes were funny and a little self-deprecating, but a lot of them signaled to anyone on the outside that Lutheran carried with it particular cultural experiences and even inside jokes. Now, I got the jokes because of where and how I was raised, but I despised that sight, and I refused to wear the shirt. Not surprisingly, a more recent movement to decolonize Lutheranism has made some space for a much wider view of what it means to be Lutheran. And that may get more at the spirit of the welcome theme from Jesus, and perhaps the widely diverse Christian communities that followed in the first century. Obviously, there are some norms to our Christian community, some practices that bind us together and identify who we are. But the person who stands at the foundation of our faith does some things that clue us into just how radical welcome is. I like to say we are a people of a person, not a book. The Bible is our source and norm, or it should be. But the message is infinitely translatable. I know Jesus is the bread of life. But some Asian translations of the Bible call Jesus the rice of life because that communicates the meaning better. It points to the person in a more meaningful way. The person of Jesus is the center of the message. A person who lifted up Samaritans to his own people who thought Samaritans were trash. A man who was bold in his understanding of God and the proclamation of God's kingdom, but also took in the story of a woman and acknowledged the fullness of her experience. A man who touched untouchable lepers who lifted up children, a man who saw people and loved them in all of who they were, a man who forgave his murderers with his dying breaths. True welcome that mirrors the prophets and the righteous sees the whole of a person as a gift, as an addition to the rich tapestry of the community, as a new perspective on the message of Jesus. I think a welcoming church searches for what is missing in their sameness wonders what the kingdom is missing without variety, and is therefore truly excited by the presence of someone new, especially if that brings challenge and change. Welcoming is not a campaign for more butts in the pew or the parking lot, but a culture of seeking more depth in the body of Christ. Fuller lungs, keener ears, farther reaching hands, etc. Because if Jesus welcomed me as a thirsty child with the water of life, how much more am I called to practice welcome?